Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. We're back. It is a new year, and we're ready to go. <laughs> I drank a lot this weekend. So, starting off 2019, strong as fuck. <laughs> Literally nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. Remember <laughs> last year. week when we were talking about how we weren't going to do that? Yeah. New totally year. did it. <laughs> new Year, same me. Fucked it up. <laughs> Fucked it up. Oh, well. I wasn't expecting anything else, especially with this being the week, like the first week of the year. Um, you know, you gotta get, you gotta get off to a hot start or else yeah. you can't, what is it? What's the saying? You can't drink all year if you don't start on January 1st. Yes. I th- I don't think that's a saying, but okay. Or some, something like that. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's a common phrase. Yeah. That's my, that's like my motto. The motto. <laughs> that's uh, YOLO. Tis the, is that, is that what it is? The motto? That what? I don't know. What are you saying? I have no idea. All right. Well, anyway, uh, let's get into it. We uh, we're we're, we're uh, trying to focus on sours this week. Trying, trying. I uh, did a little bit of research. Not a lot. A lot of words on the article that I read were very confusing. <laughs> um, so basically, the first five minutes of this podcast are going to be Alex spouting off facts that he learned that I yeah. and then I learned about the kettle gonna... sour process, which is interesting because I know a lot of places do kettle sours. Yes. So that's basically, a lot of the yeah. It like said fruited most, sours. Yeah, it like said most are. most do uh, kettle sours. But uh, we started off with uh, underscore cranberry. The last one, Sarah had to come down and make a special guest appearance to get some because this one is very good. I love the color on this. I do too. All of the 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 colors are just so great. I love them. Yes, I really want like a blue Jolly Rancher colored beer though. Mm. That's really what I'm, I think the next. Oh damn! Oh, this got way better as it sat. Really? See, yeah. Sarah did not think that. She actually was the opposite. I will read to you her comments. She said, cranberry didn't hold up. It's harsher and less cranberry. I mean, I get that. It's it's kind of getting to that, like, almost like vinegar taste. See, but, like, that's what I like. So that's probably, like, I want it to be. I don't think it was very tart to begin with. I thought this one was. Plum was not at all. No, plum isn't. Um, which we'll get Mango into in a was not at all. Mango, yeah, mango. Yeah. But like mango's not a tart fruit. Like I don't think you could like can you make I mean I guess if you raise the like the acidic acidity acidity. Acidity. Yeah. acidity. I'm not a scientist acidic, or anything. Acidity. 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 Um, and what was I even saying? Yeah. I mean I guess you could make a tart. I don't know. Um but yeah, so uh, Jake, tell us, I want to hear about some Oregon beer. I think we need to get into that because I know you've been to a couple places. We're all very excited. So Jake went to uh, Oregon. He's there now. He's three hours behind watching the Golden Globes at 530 in the afternoon, which is <laughs> I so officially, weird. yeah, so I'm officially on the West Coast. Uh, this is a somewhat long-term, somewhat not long-term thing. Like I'll be back and forth flying pretty frequently to like, Boston, probably back to Pittsburgh a couple times in the next six months, um, down to San Francisco to visit cat and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on a new project up here. Uh, there's a lot of beer in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I'm excited to get up and visit some new cities, like hopefully Portland, hopefully Seattle, Vancouver, you know, the typical trio that people think of when they think of the Pacific Northwest and cities. So, uh, bend has a, a thing called the bend ale trail which is i feel like claim, every city has an ale trail like that's such they a claim common... the largest the largest craft beer like trail in the west is what they say i think 
I'd have to pull up the app, but as far as, as far as I remember, they, they mentioned something about how it's like the largest or like something about, you know, it's the, the most breweries per, you know, square mile or something in the, in the Western half of the United States or whatever. But so there's an app for that. There's a, a pamphlet that you can get stamps on similar to, uh, Pittsburgh's, uh, what do they call it? The brewery fucking, guide. Uh, the brewery, brewery, guide. Guide. brewery guide. Yeah. So, yeah. So we Friday night. So I, I got here Wednesday late, late, late at night. And that was just an absolute catastrophe. Um, if you ever are flying out West, like book your fr- flight for like noon or like 2 PM on the East coast. Otherwise you'll get in at like 1 AM. So I don't think I signed in, or I don't think I checked into my hotel until like 1.30 Wednesday night. That's pretty had wild. To be up at, had to be up at 5 a.m. For, for orientation the next day, which was not fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I texted him at 8, and he, I was like, show him where you live. <laughs> which, like, I don't think you, I don't, I don't know if you appreciated it as much as I thought you were going to, but it was also 5 in the morning, so I guess you can't really, like, react. That was, like, it was one of the longest days of my life, because I, I don't think I got out of there until, like, 5 o'clock, and I, I left the hotel at just about five thirty. Yeah. To get there by six thirties when orientation started, had to take a, a little drug test. Um, yeah, but anyway, so did uh, they do a hair test? Beer. No, they just did the. Why the fuck? Today, no uh, one else gets. I got hair test. tested, and I've literally heard from so many people that no one ever does that. Yeah, no. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, hardly what? ever. Yeah, that's that's a very rare thing. Apparently, paint is like <laughs> anyway, very serious business. Anyway, right? enough about the boring. Enough about the boring. Yeah, tell us about the my beers. Job. Other than it, it was like the biggest debacle ever. Like, if if we ever get a chance to talk about like my that that whole day was like the longest day of my fucking life, <laughs> and it just like kept it, it like thing after thing after thing kept happening to me, and I was just like, I just want to lay down, man. Like, I need to get some fucking sleep. So. Really, just poor, poor uh, decision making on my part. But so I, I had a couple of days of work uh, Thursday, Friday. Actually, worked Saturday as well. But um, Friday night we kicked off the the Bend Ale Trail for me. Um, we went to this place called Wildside Brew okay. Brewing Company. Um, so we we went there. What's What's cool about Oregon is that they have a shitload of space everywhere. Like literally every brewery I've been to has been massive that's like they have a huge area for production they have a huge outdoor area a huge indoor area to to have food and and get beers and stuff um the first one we went to just it it probably had uh an outdoor area double the size of of like grist house so what is that maybe it was probably a thousand square feet or something like that like just just enormous they have like a thousand square feet yeah okay all right they had these like no, that's only. No, wait. Hundred feet by hundred feet. That's big. Isn't that one? Isn't that? Yeah, it's a 10, uh, that's ten thousand square feet. That's ten thousand. Yeah. So nothing makes sense. Be. Nothing is making sense <laughs> to me right now. <laughs> okay, so let's call it ten thousand square feet. Okay. Anyway, regardless. Yeah, that's, so that's they a had big number. And and you can just tell that like it, during the summers here like it's probably fucking packed because they had like these they had a few like different like outdoor bar type areas not where they were serving but where you could just like sit down and stuff and they had like fire pits in the middle of the bar so you could you could probably fit like 15 people around the fire outside and then we went to 
a couple other places. So wild side, we started off and to keep with the theme of sours, uh, the first beer that I had in Oregon was a sour. Uh, I think it was a raspberry sour, which seems to be pretty popular because I've seen at least three or four of those this weekend. Um, I feel like it might be the time of year too. Cause yeah, like dancing gnome is doing double raspberry this week. That's the same they did the last time, right? What? The raspberry was the same, the, the double. No. Passionberry. That's what it was. Okay. But this yeah. is very tart. So anyway, so okay. the other thing that I wanted to bring up was uh, we walked up there, I got a couple beers, got some food. I got this massive burger. Like they had, I think, four or five different food trucks that you could get from, and they were all just parked out in like a little like you and you walk out and you can order from whatever you want. And then they bring it into the tap room for you when, whenever your you know, order is finished or whatever. So we like got food and stuff. And I think the burger I got was like 10 bucks and it was huge. And then we got a, a couple of beers. Me and this other kid like swapped getting rounds. And like at the end of buying two full pints, I like hand them my card and they're like, all right, yeah, cool. Thanks. And like they hand me the check and it was fucking $8 <laughs> for two pints. And I was so like, what? That's insane. <laughs> Give me two more, please. That's awesome. I mean, is, is it, was it, it was happy hour though, right? Nope. Wow. Do they was, have happy hours was, there though? It was Not like, like 7 PM. Yeah, they do. Um, so they, they have like the one place that we went yesterday, I'll get into it. But, um, I think I'm pretty sure they had a happy hour. I, I, I wasn't really looking at the menu too intently, but they had a lot of people are doing resilience too. Cause it's, cause Oregon is so close to California. Yeah. So a lot of people out here are doing resilience. Yeah. So I had, resi- I had resilience there, um, from wild side. That was, that was pretty good. Very like West coast style. Um, so we, we kicked it off with that and just had a couple of beers there and then came back to the hotel, hung out, went back out, uh, to work on Saturday. And then at, at the end of that, we were like, Oh, let's like go hit a couple more places so we can. So, so the way the trail works is you, you have 16 breweries and if you get a stamp from each of them, or if you, if you get a stamp from 10, you get a certain prize. And then if you get all 16, you get a different prize or a, like a, a, you know, an add on or whatever. Is there like a time so, frame on that? As far as I can tell, no. I mean, it's it's just an app where you get the like the little pamphlet, and you can. Um, so the only thing is the 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 app has a brewery that I think is has since closed down. So I think I'll probably just have to get like the the fifteen or maybe get a stamp from the the one that they replaced it with, and go back. But it's pretty cool. I mean, they give you this this the app has this huge map of all the places like where I'm staying right now is within walking distance of like a Deschutes tap room. And then probably a mile away, there's like two or three breweries in that like general area. Um, so, so it's the not second, really like a brewery district though, right? Like that are kind of all spread out. Yeah. So it's, it's 16 breweries and there's, there's probably 12 of them are in bend, which is where I'm staying. Uh, there's one up in Redmond, which is like a 15 mile drive up north, um, and then there's there's one in Sun River, which is like I think west of Bend a little bit. So it's not it's not like they're all concentrated in one area, but they're they're really not that far. I mean, you could I don't think you could do all of them in a day. I mean, obviously you probably wouldn't want to go to 16 breweries in a day, but like 
you you could drive past all of them pretty easily. Like they're all within, I'm guessing they're all within like 30 miles, uh, which okay. like out which out here like isn't that far because it's there's no traffic and yeah. So anyway, we went to um, to Wild Side on Friday. Saturday we went to this place. This is the place that I really wanted to go to. It was called uh, Crux Fermentation Project, which is just a cool last name, like. Last name. It's better than it's Ash. better than like Redmond. Yes. I thought he said cool Redmond. last name. I was like, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, that was just me being dumb. Um, what else is new? 2019, baby, my year. So, so we go to Crux, and they had like probably 25 beers on tap, like a stupid what? number of beers. Wow. We gotta get to Oregon like tomorrow. Let's go. And and so they they were doing pints of. I I, th- I got one of their one of their West coast IPAs called, um, deep Valley, which was probably like seven and a half percent alcohol. And it was like five fifty for a pint. Like everything's just like dirt cheap. That's so that awesome. was another really cool place. Cause they had, they had two food trucks outside and they had another like really big, uh, like yard patio area with some, uh, some fire pits and shit going on. And inside, you know, you, it's open to all the, the tanks and everything. And they have, just kind of a really cool little tap room. They have, there's a ton of space too. I mean, it was wasn't overly packed. Like you go to any of these Pittsburgh breweries, you go to Grist House or Dancing Gnome or a lot of the places up in Boston too. And everything is just like jam packed. You're like shoulder to shoulder with people for the entire time that you're there. But there's there's just so much space, and these buildings are massive. And I'm guessing that they're probably not that expensive, and that's why they can have that much space. Yeah, and that just, I, it just makes the experience so much better that you can just like kick back and not have to worry about like it, serve, like saving a table. If you're going to get food or like, you know, you get there and there's no tables left. You're just like standing there like a fucking idiot. Like how many times have we gone to dancing gnome when we're like standing in the and middle of fucking nowhere or like, Almost by, like the every, by the garbage can. Yeah. Yeah. Next to the water, water tap, like, yeah. you know, all the time yeah. or like even like in the actual tank room itself, like, Cause there's not enough fucking space. Like they had an overabundance of tables and they were still doing really well. Like they they sold a shit ton of beer. How are so, the West anyway, coast IPAs on the West coast? Uh, there's nothing quite like it. Honestly. Uh, that's like when we had Pliny the elder, I just, I, it, it, and we had it when we got back to, mm-hmm. to Pittsburgh. Right. And it, it, I don't know what it is. It just tastes better. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's obviously just like a uh, mind game, but like do, yeah. Do they have a lot of um, uh, do they have a lot of any IPAs? I I saw a few. Yeah, I mean I think that that's just like a style that so many people are looking for. Yeah. That like they're making it all over the country. Yeah, I mean point. obviously it's not just a New England thing anymore. Everybody. Well, I mean you think about it. even even like if everybody wanted know, to jump off a bridge. Would you do it? I mean probably. Even yeah, me even like Stone. Stone makes hazy IPAs and stuff like that, and yeah. even they're style things pretty now. Much and like they're always you know. known for their like real hoppy shit. Yeah, you know? I mean, what's it? Uh, Ruination is like the beer that, that that really like made them. Yeah, and it's just a yeah, and then total obviously Stone, beer. yeah, Stone IPA and stuff too, right? Um, but um, yeah, so it, it's like there's a good variety, I would say. I mean, I've seen. I had I've I've had let's see I had a sour I had I've had a couple IPAs and I had a stout last night at one of the places that wasn't actually on my list. Who were you go- who were you out with? Were you out with someone last night? 
Yeah, just uh, some of the people that we work with. So you're making friends. So it's um. Yeah, it's I don't think it's so ever do like, like, I feel like I would just like sit at home alone. <laughs> no, I mean everybody's super cool. Like they've been, they're like very welcoming, and, and like we work together like during the day, like a lot. You know, it's not like well, I'm so sitting at my desk. Based, right? Like, like what you do is very like team oriented. Or, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so it's it's there's a team of eventually there's going to be close to like ten guys. Um, we'll be oh, wow. sort of like split up among. Um, so not everybody's here every weekend, which is a little interesting. But um, you, you know, I'll be I'll be here for a couple of weeks before I head back, and uh, I'm definitely trying to hit some more places maybe this week. Uh, and they're all they're they're all pretty close. Again, like I think I could I can walk to the shoots. It's like a 12 minute walk. That's cool. I can. I can Uber to the place. The place that we were yesterday was like a mile from the hotel. So like, you know, I can easily Uber and then walk if it's not, you know, too cold or anything. It was snowing a little bit today, but like just a cool place. And then the last one we went to, actually we went to two more. So we went to a place called immersion, um, similar type feel, just a massive building. We like, we walked to the, the back end, I guess. Or we parked to the back end and we're like, oh, fuck, we need to, like, walk all the way around this building. It's, you know, double or triple the size of Dancing Gnome. And they had food and stuff. And I think I had a stout there that was pretty good. I had an, it was I had a nitro, but it didn't really taste like what I expect from nitro beers. I don't know. You guys had a lot of nitro beers? I yeah. I tend to I try know. to try to get them if it's something that I have had or haven't, like, or wanted to have. But... A lot of places do like your. Oh, it's a, they have the porter and then they have the porter on nitro. Like yeah. it's all the same beer. Yeah. It's yeah. just a different pour. You know, like not a lot yeah. of places. Do I don't like think a I've nitro ever, beer. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a beer that was just on nitro. It's usually yeah. You usually see it both ways. Yeah. So I mean, I've had it. Uh, or I mean, I've had nitro beers, and I tend to like the nitro more than me too. The carbonated yeah. versions. So I feel like yeah. I it almost it's like a it gives it like a creaminess. Like it's kind of smooth. But it was, it, like I said, the one that I had was a little bit different, but um, that was pretty good. It was like a, I think it was like an oatmeal stout, and it was on nitro, which was fine. Uh, then we went to, the last place we went to is one of like the, the oldest places in Bend, like one of the oldest bars in Bend. Okay. Um, it's called McMenamins, but it's also like, it also used to be a school called Old St. Francis. So like, if you walk up to the front, it, it, it has like a school sign that says, McMenamin's and Old St. Francis or something. Um, so I got one of their, like, pretty much just flagship beers called uh, Purple Haze. Okay. And I was a little hesitant because I've had Purple Haze from Abita before, and that was uh, – speaking of which, uh, going back to last week when you guys were asking me about my least favorite beer ever, yeah. it's Purple Haze by Abita Brewing Company. You that shit is straight garbage. It tastes it like Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we I remember when you had it and we were together and you're like, this literally tastes like a nondescript flavor of Doritos. Like it just tastes like it's Doritos. It's just like original nacho it's cheese. Like tortilla like, chips yeah. in a fucking beer can. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, not good. It's, clear, I thought it's clearly I had it not before, what they're going this for. Was a long time ago. It's so like it's just so it's just so boring. Like <laughs> it's like when people go and they get like bumbleberry or some shit like that like it's not cat love cat loves bumbleberry i know a lot of people that do me too they, they get it with the they get it with the berries that are like 
bouncing up and down. That's like people just all right. That's fucking like, gimmicky. That's, that's, not that's good though. It's a beer for people who don't like beer. Exactly. That's what it yeah. is. Just that's just like Blue Moon and like I, Corona. I mean, Blue Moon's actually a beer, but it's still. I can't do Blue Moon. Yeah. I, I will, but I wanted to. I I was thinking about doing this. I feel like we should try, like, all of the major light beers at some point. And just blind taste test them? Yeah, or just, yeah, just, like, see which one's our favorite. Do, you like, Michelob, Coors, Miller, Bud. <laughs> I, I mean, think that would be fun. It would be. It would be a fun that's episode. That's going to be, like, a summer episode, though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, so I'm going to have to be, I'm going to have to be in town for that, so we're yeah. going to have to hold off. I think that would be a fun, I think that would be a fun episode, but, yeah. Um, um, well, that's good. It's, I'm glad that you're having fun and exploring the city. So I've checked off. Like yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't currently have a car cause it's kind of weird how they work it out. Like, like I said, every, everybody's not here every like week or weekend. It's not like people are staying here long term cause they, they travel back and forth between here and San Francisco. Most of them. Um, so I don't have that much of an opportunity, but again, I can just Uber. Like it's you know, it, it would be like an eight dollar Uber from here to pretty much any of those breweries that I listed. That's pretty um, sick. Is it like a like? Is the city like like what kind of vibe is it? Like it, it's is not. It, it's it, not really a city. It's a so city. it's like I would I would compare it more to like Butler, downtown Butler. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like that. I mean, it's obviously much nicer. It's much more beautiful and scenic, and it doesn't smell like sewage. <laughs> Are you saying a of, have a bunch of heroin like, addicts and like Butler? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's almost sort of like Lancaster too, because it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Like Butler's at least you know forty ish minutes from downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, so whereas, what's the like, big metropolis near you then? Because I don't really know where Bend is. So Bend is, is if you envision Oregon as a square, which or a rectangle, which it more or less is. I mean, it's kind of, there's like kind of some jagged areas and stuff, but it's like dead center okay. of the rectangle. So there's to the, to, if you're looking at a map to the left of it, so to the west, there's a huge mountain range that cuts through it and like forests and things. And on the other side of the, of that mountain range is Eugene. Then north of Eugene is Corvallis. North of Corvallis is Portland. Okay. And then you keep going, obviously, further north, you get into, like, Washington, like, Seattle, Vancouver, like, that area. Yeah. So it's Now, wait, it's now, about, for, for space sake, is it, what, like, probably a six-hour drive or something to Portland? Where you're from? From, where? from Portland, it's about three and a half hours driving, I think, oh, three and a half, four bad. hours. So it's not too bad. Yeah, but like I, I wouldn't, like, rent yeah. a car. I would probably just fly because Redmond – has an airport which is about 20 minutes from where i work and about 20 minutes from where i'm living there's about 40 total to get to work and i have to go through redmond just like a main highway that goes just straight north to redmond and you make you just make a right more or less and head east towards prineville which is where i'm working didn't you say didn't you say the round trip flights to portland are like 50 (laughs) dollars I think it is. Yeah, I mean, I could look it up right now. It might. It might be like I looked up Seattle, and Seattle is like a hundred. I Cheaper think it's less than a hundred. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> like, it's like less um, hassle. And it's a really small airport too, so it's not like you you would get through quickly. So like, I know people who have left work with like, I don't know, an hour and a half left until their flight. They get there with like an hour left, and they still have plenty of time to like catch their their yeah. plane or whatever. So 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of getting out and see, cause I haven't had a whole lot of opportunity. I mean, wor- working yesterday and like today, I kind of just took it easy and have been chilling in the hotel the whole time. But like, um, I want to sort of get out and see like what, what like downtown actually is like during the day and stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. Like I'm living in this kind of, this hotel is in, it's almost like a complex where they have, like, you can tell that people, they're, they're like vacation homes and stuff. So, um, there's a lot to do. I'm sure like in the summer and stuff, there's like a little bit of like a river that cuts through this, this complex. So people like ride kayaks and there's like a bunch of fields and stuff. And you can like, just there's like a dog park and shit like that. Movie theater, restaurants and stuff. So, Seems uh, like over the next, like the adventurous lifestyle. Yeah. Over the next like couple of weeks, I'll, I'll get more of a feel of, of what Bend actually is like. And then once, once I move into like permanent housing, then I'll obviously be able to sort of, hopefully, hopefully I'll have a car at that point or like some, some kind of like long-term rentals that I can get out and see some things. But I'm like trying to plan some trips. Like I'll be back in Boston in a couple of weeks, but hopefully I can get out to Portland soon. And like, I'll be down in San Francisco in like two, three weeks. So cool. Cool. Pretty cool. Cool, So far. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I'm like, I've gone to three of 16 on the the passport uh and you've only been there for like three passport. days so yeah so i'm 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 not you know it's a blazing pace at this point but <laughs> hopefully in the next like few week, few weeks i can get up to like eight or ten which i don't think should be that <laughs> difficult honestly now do, do a lot of places do cans do a lot of places do crowlers growlers yeah, it seems like crowlers and growlers are big out here. I haven't seen a ton of cans. There there have been a few places that have like fridges out front that you could purchase stuff. And I'm sure that you can, but I, I didn't really I didn't really ask. I didn't really see anything. And like I, I've just started following some of them on social media. So like we'll see if they are doing any releases. But it, it, it almost just seems like they do mostly growlers. That's kind of a and shame. just like on site sales. I mean, those are, those are fine, but like, I, cans just last longer. But yeah. you know, I mean, and you don't have to drink it once it's open. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like with right. cans, you can have one can and then keep the other three or right. whatever six pack. You yeah. know, um, what what's like the vi- like? Are, are, is it like the same kind of people you see at like breweries back here, or is it like is everyone wearing flannel? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's it's about eighty percent flannel. Um. And like boot cut jeans and like actual boots. Yeah. And then like like Carhartt is like a massive brand, Patagonia, like North Face, like all all those big like outdoorsy brands. There's an REI in this complex, like right in the middle, and it's probably like the biggest fucking building I've ever seen. <laughs> is it like four stories? That's all people do. Is it like no, I didn't actually I haven't actually guy. seen it. I'm just assuming that that's what it is, because that's like all people have to do out here. Um, but there's like they have like listings for like for land out here and you can buy like 10 acres for like 160 K like, wow. It's, it's like, you know, that's silly. Not that you, not that you'd ever really want to live. Like we saw that on the way to work and that's probably a half hour outside of bend, which is too far for me to be from like a, and, and Bend's not even like a metropolitan area. It's yeah. like, it's, it's like a city, I guess, but it's not, Oh, uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention about uh, living in Central Oregon, they have they have, they have a college. It's called the Central Oregon Community College, 
<laughs> Come on! They literally, like, they, was... they literally have, it's the funniest thing because like you'll you'll be driving down. It's the main the main highway is ninety seven, so we we have to take ninety seven north to get to to work every morning. And there's this massive sign. It's like exit. I think it's like exit one thirty five, and it's just it's just C O C C exit one thirty five, and there's an arrow. Cock with two C's. Ooh, she cocked. She cocked. <laughs> That's that's so, hilarious. So I was like, I was like trying to figure out what it what it stood for for like the longest time. I was like, what on earth could that be? And I thought it was like something something community college. And I was like trying because because I'm in Cook County is what it's called, but you're not gonna make it like CCCC, right? <laughs> so it's it's Central Oregon Community College. Um, oh my god! Like, come on, guys! Oh my gosh! That's just that's it's, um, Can you imagine? Like, it's oh, a, where'd you go? I went to Cock. <laughs> it's a different world out here. Like, it's completely different than even than like in Linnets where I was living. Like, even Linnets sort of just felt like you know it's just a farm town outside of like a major city of, of Philadelphia. You know what I mean? But like out here, you got to go four hours to get to the, the closest big city. You know, like even in Pennsylvania, if you're, if you're dead center in Pennsylvania, you, you only have to go two and a half hours to get to either Pittsburgh or Philadelphia Yeah, or like, and Harrisburg's or New York. not small either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harrisburg is probably bigger than, than Bend, I would say. So like we here, actually... I mean, to get to the next closest large city, you have to drive four hours to get to Portland. Yeah. We were actually, um, um... We were watching this show called You Live in What? And they were playing it on uh, Great American Country. Oh, God. Which always, which always plays uh, Flea Market Flip, which uh, if anyone uh, listening to this follows me on social media, I am a fucking slut for Flea Market Flip. <laughs> Lara Spencer, I fucking love her. Um, I hate that they show. Were playing, uh, they were playing that show, and there was a... There's a couple that lives in like an old like jewelry store or something it's like this massive house that they converted and they were like in bend oregon we were like what the fuck <laughs> like what are the odds you live in what but bend, yeah, oregon. So, yeah that um that was just funny <laughs> they were like jake or mom and dad were like jake and i was like jake <laughs> it's like a yeah so i mean it, it really is it's like a vacation destination for a lot of people and like so i didn't even weird. i had no idea That's i knew scary. i knew of bend oregon like i i'd heard the name before but had no fucking idea that like this many people come here for vacation and stuff yeah. um there's a bunch of like ski you know resorts and shit all over the place obviously sure. um for me like you know however long i'm here will be you know the entirety that I'm here and that's that I'll, I'll probably never come back. I mean, I would come maybe come back to visit, but even like in the first few days, I can just tell like, it's not like a, this is not a place. Term. This is not a place that I'm going to stay long-term Yeah, more than like maybe a year or two Yeah, at the most. But yeah. there's a lot of big um, cities out there. That I just like living. Through. I just like living in the city yeah. more like way more than obviously like places like Lidditz, Pennsylvania and Bend, Oregon. Yeah. But um, you know, it's yeah, it's been it's cool so far, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of work. I'm gonna be working a lot, but yeah, um, you know, it's a it's a pretty good gig. So it'll keep you busy. I'm excited. It's uh, hopefully you know, if you guys get a chance to come out, I'd love that, and we'll uh, we'll have plenty of stuff to do for sure. Yeah, if uh, especially if it's warmer, then you know we don't necessarily have to worry about 
snow or like, you know, bundling up as we're like walking to these different places. But like so many of them are so close to each other that like yeah. you could hit like two or three and take an Uber and then hit two or three more and, and that sounds like or whatever and go get food. World. Yeah. That sounds, that awesome. sounds awesome. I mean, you can do it in Pittsburgh, but yeah. you know. We go to these places regularly. Even more so, like, even more so here, like, you can, you know, walk to at least the ones that we were at last night. I mean, in we were up in Redmond on Friday, and that's where the wild side was. And then we went to, we actually went to a different place first. And they were like, yeah, we just sat a bunch of people. Like, we were not going to be able to get you food, you know, for like another hour. And we were like, all right, we'll just go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it's cool. They have like they have so many options for food trucks and stuff, and like apparently a lot of them just park there, and they stay there for like weeks on end. So they like have schedules of like this is when we're open, and they just have the food trucks there. Oh, that's cool. So fun, fun yeah, stuff. That's Thanks my for all that yeah. Info. So that's my uh, that's my my bend update for the week, and I'm sure that I'll uh, as I continue to work through the passport that I'll have much more to say about yeah. different beers and the beers have been good. I mean, I, I haven't really had any complaints. Like, um, it's, it's all sort of similar stuff to the stuff that we've had and the stuff that you have in Boston or Pittsburgh or, or California or whatever it is. But yeah. like, that's the one thing just cool to, it's cool to see different takes on things. I know I talked about this before, but like, even from like the limited travel experience that I have, like, it doesn't really seem like we're missing much. Like they all kind of seem like, you like you can find good quality stuff really like anywhere now, which is which is good. It's I mean we still like to travel and it's cool to like see other places. Obviously, yeah, it's definitely more like a bucket list or like a checklist yeah. type thing. But like sure. we, it's not like you know if I if we don't get the Aslan IPA that they just released, you know, like we probably had something similar, you know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, aside from, you know, if you go on beer advocate or you go on Untappd and you see like their highest rated beers, like some of those are, are probably worth going out of your way, but you know, you can make a full weekend or something out of a lot of those trips. Like you're going to like Chicago for half acre or you're going to, um, Vermont, the places in Northern California, Vermont, yeah. Boston, like, right. but Sean you don't, you don't really have to, if you're, if you're like looking for, so, you know, the best beer you've ever had. Like, I don't know. Everything's like pretty similar at this point. Everybody knows how to make good beer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like food. It's like food. You know, it's not like there's like no place that I think is like really worth going way out of my, I mean, there's a couple of places in Boston that I would be like, if I was in Boston, like, Oh, I need to go to this place, but I'm not going to be like, Oh, we have to go to Boston. Cause I need to go to this place. Sure. It's like, it's if I'm there, on. if I'm there, there are places that I would definitely favor, but there's no real reason to to claim that like oh my god I'm I'm never gonna have beer ever again because this is the best beer I've ever had or like I think that the beer on the West Coast is so much better and I like you know turn my nose up to stuff on the East Coast or whatever yeah it's like it's constantly evolving which is great and it's very exciting we love that so yeah yeah definitely cool um yeah so Nick and I got through an underscore cranberry and an underscore plum. Uh, the cranberry definitely got way more sour as yes. it sat here. It's been about a month since they released it. Yeah, yeah, it was right after, yeah. Yeah, right after Thanksgiving or right before Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. And it's amazing at how how quickly that turned. It did. Yeah, That's it was insane. really sour. Yeah, 
Um, um, but the plum, I just, I'm not, I just am not a fan of it. It's like it wasn't too very sweet. Good. It's like not, I'm not really, I'm not really into it. It's very much just like a juice drink. Yeah. Like you could probably freeze this and make a slushy out of it and it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, it's a, it's like a smoothie almost type. Yeah. Fruit flavor. It's not really I, like a, I don't know. I mean, I kind of get plum. I just wish it was more tart. Yeah, it's just, it's yeah. Like, it's still obviously it's still the base underscore. Yeah, right. So it does have a little bit of that tinge to it, but even this is a couple weeks old. Yeah, and it's not great. I I wasn't really a fan of it when the first time I had it. Right. No, me either. Brewery. We were all just like, it's fine. Right. Um. Let me go grab. I'm gonna go get Agent Orange. Okay. I'll pop into that. Um, or uh, actually, yeah, I'll do that. I do want to talk a little bit about. Um, shoot, what was I gonna say? I totally forgot. That's great. We're we're professionals. We oh no 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 no! I know. I remember. I remember now. Um, did you see Grist House announcement? Yeah, of course I did. Okay, so I I didn't know if you watched it or not, but so we did hit on it last week before the actual announcement that we all had a guess that they were going to be opening a second location. Um, that building is and guess what? That's what it massive. was. It's going to be huge. Yeah, 55,000 square feet. Yeah, it's outrageous. Is enormous. Um, they're going to be coming out with a bunch of cool stuff. And they've, I mean, they've really been putting out a lot of crazy stuff recently. Like they're doing a double Camp Slap or Camp Slap Squared or something. Yeah, Camp Slap uh, Squared. Their big push, though, with that article that I read on it um, is going to be barrel aging, which I'm super excited about. It's kind of odd because I don't, have they even done any of that yet? Yeah. Yeah, they've done a few. Nothing major. They did that, like, uh, what was the highway one? Siberian Highway? That was a Mm, barrel That sounds familiar, yeah. Um, They have have a few aging right now in, like, Heaven Hill barrels and, um, like, some really big-name whiskey. And they have Wiggle, I think, barrels as well. So there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on with that. I'm just really, like, it's going to be more of a destination-type place because it's in Collier, which is... Mm -hmm. South of the city, it's close to Insurrection Ale Works, though, and that's kind of cool. So, I mean, I feel like it's going to be one of those places that's just going to be like a crazy party because they're going to have so much more space. Chris House? Yeah. This so. smells insane. I want to smell it. <laughs> what is it? This is Agent Orange. It is a farmhouse ale brewed with oh, apricots geez. and persimmons. Wow. I don't even know what the fuck a persimmon is, but... This is a pickup from Strange Roots, and apparently, um, as Nikki was saying, they they brewed it for, yeah, their rare beer club. Um, It's 9.2%, and uh, yeah, it's exclusively for the the rare beer club, so uh, we are... We are going to be a part of the rare beer club. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited for this one. Um, So, Alex... The whole point of doing the sour episode was to kind of get a little bit of knowledge on it. Yeah. You were the one that kind of headed that for us here. Yeah. So um, I, I was reading, I, I had this idea. I was reading some articles the other night because I was bored and I was like, it's fizzy. I should um, start doing some research for this podcast because I never do it and took some notes. Uh, so I read on Beer Advocate, they had an article just recently about Dogfish Head, mm. which 
And it said, Dogfish had bets on sour ales with new brands, line of wild barrel-aged beers. So, apparently in 2019, they were coming out with a new sour. So, they have Sequench now. Yes. Which is, uh, uh, like, consistently uh, just a solid sour. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's really good. And it's light. Like, it's just, it's so drinkable, but It's very much that, like, sit on the beach and crush, like, six of them. It's great. I love that. So... They're coming out with a new one called Super 8, and it is a kettle sour with eight super foody ingredients, including mango, kiwi, prickly pear, and quinoa. Wow. So that's going to be like their, their like widespread sour that they're coming out with. Um, and it says, I, I don't know how much they, it said that they were investing. I think they said like six figures on like their sour series. Jeez. So it sounds like they're releasing a lot of like barrel aged sour stuff at the actual brewery, which I'm where where are they? Oh my god, this smells so tart. <laughs> Sarah didn't make as bad of a face as I thought she was going to. I gave her a little bit before I came down here. Yeah, but oh man, <laughs> she said she wanted more apricots. That's what she. That was her. That was her comment for that one. Oh, that is nice though. Mm. It's not as funky as it smells. Um, so yeah, Agent Orange. Yeah, I, so I love the artwork on this. That's it's amazing. Crazy. It's like a, it's like a monster that's like. It has planes and shit, and. What was Agent Orange? That's like a reference to something. Yeah, Agent Orange is a uh, chemical warfare. Okay. Um, thing from Vietnam, I think. Was it Vietnam? Something like that. maybe. Um. So. Uh, yeah, so I was, like, really excited to hear that because Sequench is one of my favorites and I get it, like, a lot. Yeah. Or I get it, like, where I, I will, like, buy cans of it and stuff at, like, Howl's and... So I'm excited for that to come out. Yeah. Um, where is... Do you... Where is Dogfish at? Delaware. Delaware. Okay. It would be cool to get out there at some point. Delaware's yeah. not that far. It's only, like, six hours or something driving. Yeah, Which... they're in, um, Rehoboth. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Um, okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so then I was just, like, kind of piqued my interest. Um, I know that Hop Culture wrote an article on what to look out for in the in the beer community coming up. Year, yeah. And I don't know if Sours was one of them, but they did talk about how they thought milkshake IPAs are going to die off, which we talked about last week. Right. And I'm glad, I hope that Hop Culture is speaking that into existence. I, they're influencers, okay? Yeah, so. they are. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was kind of thinking, like, what, what do you guys want to see this year? Like, what, what is something that you don't think is represented enough in the beer community? Do you guys have any thoughts about anything? Jake, do you have any ideas? I think mine is the smaller places doing more varied styles okay right i think that Mm -hmm. that's something we've talked about before but there's a lot going on um a lot of places are doing like check pills now and like um loggers and box Mm -hmm. and stuff like that that are maybe not like everybody's raving about and going and buying three cases of and and stuff like that but it's Mm -hmm. always interesting to see how the small guy does a big beer yeah right because Loggers are not easy to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take a long time. They take a long time. Yeah. They tie up your equipment, you know, so it's not something which I, you're going to do. Which I didn't, I think I found that out recently, which is 
it's very interesting. Yeah, um, well, but, like that, but it makes complete it sense too. because you don't see them ever, right? At these small places. So, um, I will say that the sour thing I think is going to be bigger this year, so. right? Especially it with like voodoo, like, okay? Right, voodoo yeah. opening warehouse three mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of demand for them. Yeah, and with them expanding like that. I feel like we're going to see a lot more bottles from uh, Voodoo. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot more of this type of stuff. I mean, yeah. obviously, Stranger Roots, we know they do sours. Right. right? Like, that's it. But um, even, like, Dancing Gnome doing one every month. You yeah, know, there's, that's crazy. Like, there's Hitchhiker, which does probably, like, a they rotating do a lot. one. Yeah, they do a lot. Pretty much, like, you go there, they're going to have some kind of sour. Right. IPA, so like, a sour IPA, a, a kettle sour, or something. That's an interesting, you bring up sour IPAs. We, that was really interesting because that was really big at the beginning of last year. Like we remember they were like everywhere. And that was like the first can that Grist House came out with when they got their new bottling line was, uh, what was that called? The, uh, uh, for the alarm. There was like, Oh, early, early warning. Yeah. Yeah. But that seems to like, that doesn't really seem like it picked up at all. No. I I haven't seen, like, I, I feel like it kind of like. I feel like the style is just bad. It is. I guess people just realize that like it's probably not selling because I know that they had. I know that they had the. Um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. Oh my god. Um, no, I don't know. They had they because they came out with like a couple. They yeah. had like psychedelic butterfly, which was good. Psychedelic was good, that but was it was really totally good. like. Again, I feel like that style, and I've said it before. It's. Too much of both, not enough of either. I don't think it's, I don't think it's either. Or no, I'm sorry, it's not enough of both, and too much of. Wait, what did no, I say? you said that no, right. I said it yeah. yeah. Okay. I no, I just uh, yeah, like it was. Um, it's just such a strange style. Like it never tasted like an IPA. It was more like a sour, which. I'm like, just do a sour, do a ghost, do a Berliner, like do something like, I don't know, anything else. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, that's interesting. I think for me, I, I will say I am interested in the, the lager trend keeping up. Um, and I don't think that you're going to see any more of that though, because you need special equipment and I can't imagine that a lot of places are going to invest in that equipment because you need like specific tanks yeah. and they need to be held at a specific temperature. Right? Well, I mean, a lot of these places are expanding now, like, like Cinderland's grist house, like dancing. I'm going to get there eventually. I'm sure. But like, so I think like they're going to start to get the funds. I don't know. Like, I'm sure the place, do, do the places out in Oregon, do they have loggers? Did you see loggers on? Uh, on no, I wasn't really paying that much attention. I was more looking for like some of the, more traditional style, like the styles that I like, like IPAs and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll continue to look and things like Deschutes, I'm sure has a logger. Yeah. Right. Cause they're massive. They're massive but like, yeah. again, I think some of the smaller places, it's like, it's just not worth doing unless, unless you see it as like an opportunity. And, and I don't know. I feel like when people are drinking loggers, they're, they're leaning towards the big beer ones, like the Millers and Budweiser's and all that. Yeah, I mean, but, like, that's, I feel like that's how you kind of, like, expand the the reach of these places, and, like, you get more people in, is you start brewing beer that people are used to. Like, I was, I was reading an article, um, about Night Shift on, um, 
the New York Times, they did one. They did an article on Night Shift. And they were talking about how one of the brewers dad like only drinks like Budweiser or something and they made a lager and like he tried it and was like I could drink this like every day so I think that that's how you kind of like open up the craft beer scene you make it less like uh pretentious and like you know because everyone has this idea that everyone's like just a freaking hipster and like generally that's true and that was like how it started but like the more that you the more that you expand these like these beer styles, the more people, I mean, obviously it's like, it's, it's, it's common sense, but. Well, and I think that the, the craft beer scene too is reaching for expanding the demographic. Yeah. Right. So I think there, I think a lot of places around here are about like inclusivity and like, you know, which at least that's what we get from them. Like they all seem, they all want everyone to have good beer. Yeah, they just they want to make good beer and they want uh, they want a lot of people to try it. So, yeah, that's uh, that's exactly. I, I mean, I don't know exactly because a lot of places do have this. We're not your average brewer type mentality. You know what I mean? Like we're not just throwing out standard IPA after standard IPA. After, yeah, you know, like the right. the styles are very driven to their customers, but. In, in looking at the overall, like, tap list at these places, you're seeing more stuff pop up. Um, Cinderlands is one that's, I, yeah. honestly, like, all over the fucking board. I th- they are. No, and I think, <laughs> like, I, think that's, I think that's one of the pulls for Grist House. Like, they, I mean, they have a great outdoor area. A lot, I, every time I hear, about, like, someone who isn't, like, intimately involved in the craft beer scene like they're they're always like oh i'm at grist house or like they always go to grist house yeah and i wish like I, we love grist house they make really good beer yeah and uh, we will continue to go there and we're excited for their new location to open up but it's like there's so many we know about so many other places that are like just as good and like just as interesting but like for for some reason but i think part of their pull is they have like they make a kolsch they make like they make ipas they make stouts they make a ton of shit they make a red ale constantly. So like, I, and I was really just good. talking to yeah. someone yesterday. Like, you can bring so many people there, and like everyone will find something they like because they, they they have Arsenal cider and stuff. Right. Know? Yeah, they're very um, open to inclusivity. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, one other point. One other thing that I was thinking about with the whole like, what do we want to see this year? I want to see more production. That to me is a differentiator between Pittsburgh and some of the larger cities mm-hmm. because you have cans selling out in hours, mm-hmm. not in weeks or yeah. not in you know a day or whatever. Right. You're talking like the to-go beers and stuff like that are not a thing in Pittsburgh. No. Even in Philly, which is still a young beer scene, even though they have older breweries there, their, young, their craft beer is still very young. Philadelphia, you can text your, you know, text the brewery and they send back, hey, you know, we have 60 cases of this, 80 cases of that, whatever. And you just don't get that in Pittsburgh. There's yeah. not enough distribution, number one. There's mm-hmm. not enough um, stuff on tap at different places, number two. Yeah. Um, and we talked a little bit about that last week with, yeah. like, how Ryan was in Florida mm-hmm. and they had freaking Cigar City at a, the Applebee's yeah. or whatever, right. you know. Like that's but I think I, I think you are starting to see that though. Like I don't know if I, I said want, that. I, I don't know if any of us said that to him when we were talking about it. But like I think that we're definitely getting to that place. Um, and 
I don't know. I want everyone to have Pittsburgh beer. Start distributing. Send it across the the state. I don't know. Send it to Ohio. Like, I want to see... But, like, also, it would be... Not even just in Pittsburgh. Like, I would love Trillium to up their production and start sending beer our way. Sure. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, they're huge. That sh- <laughs> I would buy that shit all the time. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. I would always buy that shit. <laughs> or Night Shift. Or, or I mean, I think... Uh, what's it called? Lamplighter's pretty tiny. Um, I would I, I would honestly go to Boston just for Lamplighter, just because it's so cool there and so pretty. Yeah, see, we... I, I guess the beer there didn't knock my socks yeah. off. That's no, the that's, that's true. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree with that. The, and so, I've always sort of felt that, too, that it wasn't, like, the greatest. I mean, there's uh, there's probably four or five, maybe more places in Boston that I like better than Lamplighter, but they do have one of the coolest places, and it's in a really cool location in, in Cambridge, but... Yeah. Um, for me, for me, what I want to see coming through this year, and and I've been wanting to see this for years and years, and like there was a, I thought that there was a big push for it a couple years ago that didn't really get followed up on, which is collaborations. And I mean, you see Dancing Gnome doing collaborations pretty frequently with some of these big places, and like around around the time of some of these festivals and things, you see. Um, a lot of these breweries like getting together and, and brewing beer and stuff. And like, you know, East end did the resilience thing. Like that's, that obviously stands on its own as, as like a great, uh, fundraising opportunity for, uh, you know, all the devastation from the fires in California. But like, just moving forward, like why, why doesn't Grist house brew a beer with, with Cinderlands or, or dancing gnome? Like you're right up the street. Yeah. And I don't know if there's like, if there's like a weird dynamic there or if they just, They've never really thought about it, but like if those two places did a collab, like they would both sell out immediately, and people would be like, "Oh my god, this is the coolest thing in the world!" Or like you know, uh, Dancing Gnome and Cinderlands, or I don't know. I, I just I like to see, I like to see more, more people get involved and and create just just do something different where you know they're they're playing at each one of their strengths or they're, they're just trying something completely new. Like, Oh, we're going to do some weird fucking IPA or we're going to do like a stout that's mixed with all these different fruits and, and shit like that. Like I, that's the stuff that I like to see. So hopefully, hopefully we see that a little bit more. And that's, it's kind of tough. Cause you know, it's, that's a very regional thing as well. Cause you're not really going to collab with people who like from all over the country, unless you're like dancing gnome and, and there's a festival and, and people are there to brew. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they're hanging out for like a weekend or, or like a full week sometimes. Right. And, and I'm sure if you were to go to other places, I'm interested to see in Oregon, if, if there's a lot of, uh, people sort of working together and, and cause there's so many places up here that are so close together that I'd imagine that a lot of them have been, have done things in the past where they collaborate. Um, but you know, that's, that was what I would say what I want to see. In the I, oh, that was good. That was, yeah, that I, was, that was like a really that. good point. Yeah, that was, um, that, I, that, that would be so fucking cool. Like there has to keep, I don't, I mean, the only thing I would say is like from talking to all of these brewers, like I think everyone's cool with each other. Like, I don't know if there's any bad blood between any of them. I just don't know if it's practical or there must be something keeping them from doing that because like right. you would want, or I don't know, maybe they're all just focusing on their own stuff like all of the all of them seem like they're expanding so right like There's, i feel like they have a lot going on so they're maybe they're not just maybe they're not thinking of of doing that you know we should like we should start saying that to people when we go to these places yeah just just put just a little like, seed put, yeah. you know inception it yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. yeah sure. i like it uh, <laughs> i mean uh, we're i will all say the time. they they like us so. hitchhiker is one that flies under the radar 
with collabs, though. Mm-hmm. I think they do a lot more than you would think. Because, mm-hmm. like, they did the one with Microphone. Yeah. They did uh, Platform. You know, they had three beers with Platform, right? There well, were... they, they've already gone through their expansions. That's sort of what Alex is talking about. Like, yeah. they don't need to focus on that because they've already done it. Yeah. And and they did it early. Like, they were, they were the first ones to really make that stride and I, you know they've been around for quite a while but yeah. um i just think that like that, that's the stuff that i want to see and i'm sure that people would be really interested to see you know what type of stuff these guys can come up with because they're all creative in their own right and yeah. they sort all, of like, put they're all some of these really creative. yeah some of like these really creative people in a room and see like what they can come up with and you know, sometimes it's just, you know, another IPA that's of the same style. You know, dance, some yeah. of Dancing Gnomes collaborations have just been like, oh, this could have just been their beer. Yeah. You know, um, but that's sort of what they're known for. I, I mean, it's it's tough to, to be like, oh, yeah, like you you guys should collab more because there's obviously a ton of shit going on yeah. behind the scenes that like it's, it's yeah. hard to take a day. And then you have to worry about like logistics of. Uh, you know, buying the ingredients and splitting up the profits and how you're going to distribute it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's probably not as it's probably not as difficult as you would think. <laughs> I can't no, I, I can't. I can't they, these these people are they're all business people. They know how this works. You yeah, know? yeah, I don't think it would be that hard. I yeah, you know, I like uh, the one thing I will say is I think we I've definitely we've definitely talked about this before, um, but I think we're all very like we know what these people are capable of, and we are very lucky to have all of these places to go to and like them making good beer. So like, these are just suggestions of things that we think would be cool. Not really, not really like, Oh my God, if you don't make a collaboration, you know, then right. But no, that, I think that was a very, I think that was a, that was, I wasn't even thinking that when I asked that question. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it's a, it would be really cool. And I, I don't like, I, I can't imagine none of them have ever thought, thought about doing that because they all did it for the the brewery guild the yeah. brewer guide guild shit <laughs> and they meet they meet monthly yeah like they get together and they talk about the yeah the i don't know maybe and... maybe we will see that i don't know but like all of those beers were like good like we had there were a couple that weren't like phenomenal but like it was we liked cool a lot see. of them yeah. yeah it was like cool to see what they came up with like cinderlands did like a tea sour with like some i don't even know who they were with but that was like my favorite beer of the night like it was it was that was the saison wasn't it? It might have been a saison. I don't remember. Um, like but no, that was, a, and it was a cool event, and you got to see all the brewers hanging out in their element. Like yeah. mm-hmm. that was probably like the highlight of the Pittsburgh scene this year. I think in general, like everybody got together and really just put their heart and soul into those beers. And there's something to be said about collaboration, but at the same time, like you don't want to pull away from your product mm-hmm. either. So. That I understand too, but there's, um, I mean, there's a lot more that we could probably explore with that too. Um, I do want to talk about this Agent Orange though. Did we talk about it really? No. Like tasting it? Because this is. So it smells like straight vinegar. Oh my God. Yeah. First off, it's like it, it, but I feel like that was the same thing. I was listening to one of the older podcasts and we were talking about. Oh, it was the, I think it was the when, on Christmas Eve when we were trying that um, one of the perms, the like the farmhouse ale or something. Yeah. How we all said it smelled like super funky, but mm-hmm. like it, it didn't really 
get there on flavor. Like, I feel like the same thing is happening here. I, that must so be... So, the flavor on this is fantastic. Yeah, it's don't not... Don't get me wrong. But like, it's it's do, really yeah, good. it doesn't... It's not... But it's not overly... I don't think it's overly tart. Like, it smells like it's going to hit you in the face. Right. But it doesn't. Which is just interesting to me. that I, We've had two beers, like, recently... And maybe that's that just the farmhouse like, style because this I think, is a farmhouse yeah, I mean, it style must, too. I don't, but like some of them, I feel like they are like very, very strong in flavor. I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it was just, that's just an interesting thing to me. Also, I will say the. It's super carbonated. The carbonation on this is awesome. It's cool. And I wanted, I wanted the Brett to pour like this. Or I'm sorry, not the Brett, the Brute. I wanted the Brute beers to pour like this where it was just like fizzy the whole time yeah. because it's a champagne beer right. right yeah no I mean, this is more of like a champagne beer than any of the brutes that we yeah, had right I um, I, this would probably be good if you mix it with like some champagne and orange juice make like a beer mosa yes you know those things exist that would be that would be good um, um but i know but like you were saying um like we were talking a little about uh about the sour process did you get into farmhouse at all or just i i don't think they talked about farmhouse i feel like that's like i still needed to do some research or I would love to ask Kevin if he comes on to see if he has any like insight into that. I don't know. A lot of these articles were just very, I don't know. I don't, I'm not intimately involved in the brewing process. So I don't really understand all of the, like the, the hot bill and you know, all yeah, the shit. lingo yeah. as it were. Um, uh. no, but it, so I was, I was most interested to see what the difference between ghosts and, or Gosa, Jake, sorry. Sorry, I'm not German. And uh, Berliner, <laughs> Berliner Weisse. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it, bitch. Um, and it does like it doesn't really sound like they're that different. So, kind of like porter and stout. Yeah, I so the ghost grain bill is at least half malted wheat, in addition to malted barley. I guess, so the, the Berliner doesn't have coriander and salt, which are added during the brew, pro- brew process. Which, that actually makes a lot of sense to me, yeah. because the Goes style tends to be more salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get that with those two together, right? right? I like, wish I had a, I wish I had gotten a Ghost, because I would love to try. Because I these this is a Berliner, and these are Berliners, right? Uh, no, this is a farmhouse. Oh, farmhouse, okay. Yeah, so farmhouse is a different style altogether, but they are also wild fermented. Yes. Right. So that's mm-hmm. open air, whatever bacteria. It hits says it. ghosts is generally spontaneously fermented. Top fermenting ale yeast can be pitched for primary. See, like that. This is when I get confused because I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but Berliner, uh, it's another variety of sour wheat. It's a sour wheat style beer. So that's probably. Um, but it says the grain bill is evenly split between malted wheat and malted barley, just like ghosts. Um, it says some modern brewers dial the wheat way back, and uh, they all. So that makes it okay. So that that kind of explains. So I've I've done a little research in our brewing days, and the um, so the less malts you use, or if you dial back like the wheat or that kind of thing, it kind of controls the fermentable sugars, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to make it more. Or uh, like a lower ABV, mm-hmm. right? Where something like a farmhouse, I would assume, has a lot of fermentable sugars in it yeah. because this is a nine and a half percent beer, right? And it drinks like it's a sparkling wine, yeah, or like a you know like crazy. a really just like a sparkling grape juice, yeah, like type mm-hmm. drink. Because, I mean, yeah, I get a lot of the, 
I get a lot of the like citrusy, like mm-hmm. almost. I mean, the apricot, obviously, but yeah. not. It's it doesn't taste like you're eating like an yeah. apricot. Yeah, I would. I would be interested to see if they added any like what it would taste like if they did even more apricot because I do kind of feel like it's like it kind of gets lost, and I feel like a lot of these sours like. I feel like the fruit flavor, if it's not strong enough, kind of gets lost with the the base, like bur- like uh, these underscores. Like what on the beach, I we I couldn't taste a single fruit that they put in there. Like it just right, tasted it just, like the base. Yeah, and and we had the base because they did underscore fruitless, right? Which was <laughs> solid, and I hope they do that again because it was fun. <laughs> and they were probably pissed because they couldn't do the one they wanted to do, but it still turned out great, and no one really bought it, so I got to enjoy it for like a good couple weeks yeah it was good the Um, more i'm drinking this the more it is getting that kind of like vinegar taste though mm -hmm. too so it's one of those ones that you definitely want to drink cold yeah it's um it's 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 warming up it's pretty old batch rate is 4 4 18 oh well i mean was it kept cold though no okay so so yeah um, but yeah, no, so I learned a little bit about sours, definitely didn't do as much research as I probably could have, but I just wanted to bring up the, the, uh, dogfish head because I'm really excited because I love sequench. So yeah, um, they're, I mean, anything that they put their mind to, they do very well. Yeah. They're not going to piss away batches of beer. Right. Right. Because they make a ton of it and they distribute it everywhere. Yeah. Piss away batches of beer at Kevin's. I don't Okay, that's fine. I missed it. You, Sorry. You, maybe you'll get it when you listen to it later. Um, yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> I, there you go. There you go. Oh, family drama is great. It um, is so great. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. What, where did you go this week? Let's. I feel like we can kind of get into the yeah, mode we can get of into wrapping the, up. The regular stuff here. Um, so I went to Hal's for New Year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't talk about that last week because we were doing the recap. Um, I got the Triple Baptist aged in whiskey and rum barrels, which was phenomenal. Uh, it was good. It was very strong. 11-something percent. It was strong. It, it was, was strong, real strong. Beer, you know? um, But I got a growler of it. Like a half growler was, uh, I want to say it was like 18 bucks or something. Yeah. But... It's 11 and a half percent and it's a rare release and they, he still gave me like the discount on it. So that was awesome. Um, what did I do? Well, Thursday we went to, no, no, I'm sorry. Friday, Friday. Oh, well, welcome back, Jake. Oh, Hey Jake. I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut in, but, uh, I couldn't see you guys for the last like 20 minutes and that's really fucking annoying when I'm trying to like join in the conversation. I can't see what you're saying. Fair enough. Um, you You had some good comments. Yeah, I was sort of back and forth between uh, the Golden Globes and this podcast, but uh, I'm fully I'm fully committed to the podcast for the next five minutes or however long we're we're gonna. Thank you for your ten second attentiveness uh, on there attentiveness. Can Um, I get a one McDonald? (laughs) You want anything from McDonald? McDonald. Borgor. Borgor. <laughs> Do you want anything Any, any, from McDonald's? <laughs> anything. <laughs> I oh, I hate you so much. Um, so what was I saying? Uh, yeah, so I went to Hal's, uh, and then we went to Dancing Gnome uh, Friday night, actually, not Thursday. Um, no, it was there Thursday. 
Wait, what the fuck? I, I, sorry, I'm on a wicked long stretch at work right now, so. You're on a bender. My days are blending together, it's especially with the holidays. Yeah. You're on a you're on a coke and wicked hard long bender. bender. Uh, ew. <laughs> I don't know. You should go on a bender in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> um. So yeah, we went to DG on Friday night. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, hung out with the guys, got a couple of cans. Uh, Sean made the run on Saturday for us. We got a bunch of shit. Um, We're out. He went to DG Hitchhiker and Grist House. So uh, the new Grist House stout is pretty awesome. Um, well, it's not new, but it's it's they, batteries is included. This the first they time, canned it. Is this the first time they've canned it? Yeah, and it's. Really, really heavy on the espresso, and it makes for, like, a bitter stout, which I kind of actually like that as, like, a breakup from normal, like, you know, just sweet stouts or, like, pastry stouts, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, The the Hitchhiker, that topographical, or topographic? Typographic. Typographic, is Mm -hmm. that what it is? I had that today. Um, Really liked it. I like, I think I like Nelson Hobbs. I feel like I've liked a lot of the beers that I've had. It and Jake, do um, <laughs> your hair looks good today. Oh, Hair Watch twenty nineteen is 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 taking a week off. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I just like threw some gel in it. it like it, it's like perfectly clothed. It looks it looks like I combed it. I don't actually have my comb here, so that's wait. Fantastic. You own a comb now? Um, I, no, I own bootcut jeans now. Oh, why? Bringing them back. We're bringing them back. Twenty nineteen. No one should ever bring them back. <laughs> Um, did you got? Because, did you buy them at PacSun? PacSun? No, uh, PacSun does not no, sell bootcut jeans. They only sell skinny jeans now. Oh, well, I bought all of my bootcut jeans in high school. Jake, did you buy? Did you buy them at um, uh, what's that fucking store called in the mall? The one that you chased that cop in on Black Friday. Oh, Buckle. Buckle. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely. Buckle sell makes probably jeans. arguably the worst. Jeans. Oh, they're ever. the ones with like the designs on the ass and stuff. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, oh, they're, they're, the, their jean game is just is just hot garbage. It's basically, the only men that shop there are like forty to fifty year olds that want to yeah. still still feel young. Yeah, and like they date <laughs> they were like dating like twenty five year olds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's like such a great like. A, they're probably like Italian for some reason. <laughs> Where they wear like deep V's. They have the Doctor Strange gray lines yeah, in the hair, rough. like. <laughs> So weird. Oh, my uh, God. All right. Why? Okay, yeah. Let's, We've um, divulged here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Wait, I... Devolved. Also, devolved, I'm sorry. Divulged. Divulged, yeah. Um. Yeah, I went to... Where did I go? Today, I went to Hitchhiker and Dancing Gnome. Caught up with a friend. Caught up with my friends at, at Dancing Gnome. Love Ooh. them. Uh, Hitchhiker has four beers on tap right now. Hey, DG's um, only still, got five, so... Apparently... It's, it's been a brutal week for, like, everybody in Pittsburgh. Appar- like, we went to, went to Cinderland's yeah. last week, and they were the same thing. They yeah. had, like, what, five beers on tap? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was rough. And I, they didn't, like, I, the ones that they had were okay, but, like, that barley wine was... Well, that's the same, that's the same with, with, uh, Hitchhiker when we went there last week. I was, like... I got like a very average, like I think IPA or something, and Alex had a pretty good mimosa sour, which was maybe my favorite sour I've had in the last few months. I'm yeah. so pissed it was that hot. We that it was one. hot fire. Yeah, they released it on like a Friday. Yeah, and yeah. we went on Saturday and it wasn't there. 
Well, no, they, they sold out in like an hour and a half. That's insane. It was nuts. Um, yeah, that was really good. I hope they do that again. Yeah. Because um, I'll definitely was, be getting it. It was, it was, it was delicious. Um, I heard nothing but great things about it. I didn't have it myself. But. Yeah. No, I was, I was like, I was really, really impressed. Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah, everyone's kind of out of beer. But I, apparently uh, Hitchhiker has like stuff coming up that they're releasing. And I, because I heard one of the bartenders say like, I can't wait for like, Tuesday because I will uh, I can stop like telling people why we have no beer or something like that. So it sounds like they're getting back up. Dancing Gnome has a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, the Lustra Double Lustra uh, Black Clouds Coffee Cake Weekend is next week, oh, which Jesus is going to be wild as fuck. We're going to be so broke. I'm going to be so broke. I'm going to get a fucking. Um, what time? <laughs> I don't know. When's Black Clouds? Because probably. S- Oh, maybe maybe it's it might Thursday. Be like Thursday. I'm yeah. gonna call off work. Jesus, I'm speaking it into existence now. I'm calling off. We're getting work. it. We're two. getting it. I will be there at two o'clock. I will We're be getting it. Twenty fifth in line. We gotta sure. get it. We gotta get it. We've had all of them so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. There's a lot. A lot of beer coming out this week in Pittsburgh. Um, Jake's gonna hit some more breweries in Oregon, and we are just gonna try not to spend all our money at dancing them this year. I am. A fan of sours now. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Yeah, I, I don't. I like like I'm. I know I'm not the reason, but like I will take credit for it. Yeah, that's fine. No, no, no. I I agree because you've kind of forced me into drinking them more. Yeah. But when we started this, I hated sours. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely could not. So stand did Sarah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm open to the idea. At least. I yeah. I honestly like Strange Roots. They're the brewery of the. They're the brewery we stand this week. Okay. The Strange yeah, Roots. I'm down. And, I mean, Dancing Gnome, that's just, like, underlying. Everyone knows that we love Dancing Gnome. Uh, yeah, we're going to try to get Kevin, the artist that does all the cans for Dancing Gnome. Not all, but most. Most of them. Some some of them, anyway. Some, some the uh, flower he's, series. He's, he's doing the, the, he's doing the bird series. Yeah, I did which see that. Is super cool. Which is going to be real cool. So, we're going to try to get him on, talk about some art, talk about some beer. We love him. We're going to just get super wasted and play some Mario Kart. Yeah, we are. we got to do it when you're, like, off on, like, a Monday or something. Or if you have, like, a Saturday. Well, well no, because he's We're going to do Saturday. Saturday. Well, we're oh, doing okay. Saturday this week. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, Jake, any final closing thoughts? Uh, no. I'll probably go to a couple more places this weekend. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm uh, going to be working and stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah, follow me on Untapped. Uh, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to... Join the podcast from the West Coast this time. Hey, wait, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Uh, Your service has been better. I do want to. Yeah, except that except that half hour period where I couldn't see you guys. (laughs) Well, you could have you could have called earlier if you were that frustrated. Hey, real quick, real quick. Okay, sorry. The um, so I do want to wrap up this week with one last segment. Okay, what are our New Year's resolutions? I have so many. Um, so I want to drink less. Which is it's not off to a great start. I want to have a car by the end of May. I want to have a new car by the end of May because that's when I have to get my car inspected, and I will. I do not want to take it in to get inspected for another year. I also need new tires, which is isn't just not going to happen because it's 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 a lost cause. True. I want to cut as many toxic people out of my life as I can, which is going decently well so far. Okay. Um and. Oh, I think that was pretty much it. There, I've had like there's a there's a lot. I have a lot. I oh, I also want to be like this is. I want to be better at setting like realistic, like 
specific goals. Like I need to stop saying like, oh, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get a new job. Like I'm like going to work on my resume. I'm like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to put like, I'm going to set goals that are specific enough that I can actually achieve them. And it's not just like a vague idea, you know? That's honestly, that's honestly goals. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's, I, it, I vibe with it for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, my you, resolution, uh, I would say probably start hitting the gym more. Uh, I feel like I'm not in terrible shape, but I just, I also need to cut back on, uh, like really trash foods that I eat, which is really tough. Cause I, I can't cook for myself right now. So like, I'm pretty much going out to eat every night, yeah. uh, which isn't, which isn't fantastic. Um, other than that, probably, let me just try to generally figure out where I'm going to end up in the next like few years, which is really hard to say. I understand that, but like I've been bouncing around a little bit too much, not too much, but like, you know, I need to, you I made a lot of big moves. Time. Yeah. I need to take some time and sort of figure out like where it is that I want to be, what I want to be doing that, that kind of stuff. And I think over the next like six to eight months, like I'll, I'll have a better idea of what that's going to look like and what that's going to mean. But, um, Hopefully we can continue with this podcast. This this podcast keeps me going every week. Um, I like, you know, chatting you guys up about the stuff that you're having. It keeps me uh, in tune with what's going on in Pittsburgh. And I'll be back in a couple of months to uh, join the, hopefully for the Dancing Gnome Party. I, I still need to work out logistics of that. But I, I would yeah. imagine that that would be the next time that I would have an opportunity to come home. Not really. I mean, I could come home whenever I want, but like that would be a big event that I would like to be there for. Well, oh, I guess the Cinderlands thing now, right? Yeah. Not, not yeah. That's the March anymore. one. March. Yeah. Oh, speaking so, of which anyway. tickets go on sale for that on Wednesday. How much is that? I don't know. 60 bucks. There you go. Unlimited pours. Is that it? It's a, yeah, it's okay. All right. All right, Nick, what are yours? Um, well, so I definitely need to get back to the gym. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a hundred percent. We're all trying um, to be healthier this year. Yeah. It's, it's a health thing more than anything. I am, uh, going to try to be better with my finances. I think is the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel uh, like we can help each other in that because we're always like, uh, yeah, let's just, go get the beer. Like, do we need every, we don't need every beer. And I feel like the sooner yeah. we realize that, like the better off we'll be. You're right. You're right. But like, um, I don't know. We all just get bored. <laughs> it's true. I just get bored. Like I'll, I'll like not drink Monday through Wednesday. And then by like Thursday, I'm like, fuck, I just want to drink. Yeah. I just, just want to go to dancing. Beer. Let me go to dancing. Though. Like I do. I, I do need to cut back. Um, I'm going to try to limit myself a little bit more than I have. Yeah. Um, but those, those are my two main goals is get to the gym and, and figure out my, my financials. I do want to, by the end of this year, hopefully have my car paid off. So that's, it would be three years early. So that's a good goal. That's, that's my, that's my real financial goal is to just kind of have less bills. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I do want to get merch for the podcast. Yes. That's, that's something have, that's wanna, like, that's so easy to do. Like it really it's is. not, it's not difficult no. to do that. And I mean, to like go on fucking, uh, Vista print, Vista print and yeah. print some teeth. Jake did it w- with a shitty, like four pixel photo of the project X soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. It was like the worst resolution of any picture like ever, but like that was and like, I'm sure that they've gotten the better and it's been like five, it's been like five years since that. So like, I'm sure that they've gotten better as far as quality of, of like images on those shirts. But yeah, I mean, we could like, we could very easily do like a round of like maybe 10 shirts or something and hand them out or like some hats or something. We need to get the logos stamped down, which I haven't really had a whole lot of opportunity to look at, but I'm going to 
hopefully have some time this week to to do so and, and we'll get that wrapped up. I think it's a cool logo and we kind of just need to like yeah make it cleaner. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, I, so that's, I wholeheartedly uh, agree. I think that's um, definitely number one on the podcast resolution list. Yeah. Let's get some merch. Um, I just want, I just is, like, I just need new t-shirts. I want to, I just want a t-shirt. Um, as a podcast, I, uh, one of the other resolutions I want to have is have a, a monthly guest. Like mm-hmm. one, one guest, one new guest per month. If, okay. if we have other people in between, whatever, no big deal. Um, so if you are listening this far into the podcast, again, Nobody has taken us up on this. We will give you beer. All you have to do is show up and talk yeah, to us. Yeah, you literally don't have to bring a single thing. Yeah, don't. And you have to be in. You have to be in Pittsburgh or Bend, Oregon. Well, yeah, we that's can, that's obviously. Yeah, because we don't have enough comments, comments. but <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, seriously, no, seriously, hit us up. We say this all the time, but we want to talk to people about beer because yep. we like beer. Um, and even if you don't like craft beer, if you're just a, a Yingling fan and you want to try something new or whatever, yeah, stop we in. That. We are Seriously. welcome. Our door is open yeah. um, as long as you're not some sort of serial murderer. Yeah. Or, well, hopefully we would know. Yeah. But oh well. All right. Um, um, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it here. This yeah. was uh, this was fun talking to you guys. It was a good conversation. Trends in 2019. Tell us your trends uh, that you're looking forward to in 2019. What do you want to see? What don't you want to see? Milkshake IPAs are should be on the top of your list. Tell us to shut up if you hate our show. That's I, true. I mean, it's yeah, fine. anything. Uh. Any, any, <laughs> anything you want to say to us, we're fine. We actually, I'll probably cry about it, but that's that's we're, a different um, story. We have we have mental fortitude. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So at the end of the uh, at the end of the day here, uh, thank you to all of our new followers this week. We've had about ten or fifteen. Great. Um, on Instagram, uh, I've had a few listens more this week than last week on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, I think that's where we're going to wrap. So uh, we will see you Grab next yourself week. a beer and cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.